Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, the first attraction I built when I came down from Scotland was a ship circus, Petticoat Lane. Really quite wonderful. Had a wee trapeze, a roundabout, merry-go-round, what do you call it? Ship-a-cell. Ship-a-cell and, and a seesaw. They moved, motorized, of course, but people would swear they could see the ships. I can see the ships, mummy. Can't you see the ships? Clown ships, high-wire ships, ships on parade. But with this place, I, I wanted to show them something real. Something that wasn't an illusion. Something they could see and touch. A name devoid of merit. But you can't think through this one. You have to feel it. You're absolutely right. You're right. Hiring Nedry was a mistake. That's obvious. We're over-dependent on automation. I can see that now. But that's all correctable next time around. Patrick. Patrick. Patrick, you're still building onto that ship circus. That illusion. And now you're adding on to it by what you're doing here. That's the illusion. Once we have control again, we can... Control? You never had control. I was overwhelmed by the power of the ships, too. So I made a mistake. I didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. You're sitting here trying to pick up the pieces. Patrick, there's nothing worth picking up. The only thing that matters now are the people we love. Colin and Kelly. And Patrick, they're out there where people are shipping. People are shipping, you know? Welcome to Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. My name is Patrick Ellers. My name's Ryan Mogie. And I'm Colin J. Morris. Guys, the theatrics today. <laughs> oh, man. We went, I don't know if y'all recognized. We went in on that. Can I say something? Huh? I am friends with really good actors. Oh, <laughs> You guys, that was good. <laughs> that was good. One read before we went, you two mm-hmm. nailed it. Holy cow. Changed a bunch of words to ship. <laughs> An improvement, if you ask me. <laughs> and guys, what's the occasion? Uh, there's a new uh, movie about dinosaurs coming out. Not just any dinosaurs. Genetically engineered dinosaurs. Hey, wow. 
Uh, How? Uh, <laughs> what? Hey, what? <laughs> Ju- uh, wow. Wow is what I said. Hey, wow. Hey, wow. <laughs> hey, wow. Uh, Jurassic World. Yes. Fallen the, Kingdom. Yes. The fifth in the franchise. That's right. Um, how are we feeling about the the Jurassic films? Is that what they're called now? I think we have to call the Jurassic them? franchise, okay. probably. Jurassic. Yeah. Jurassic films. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are we feeling about the Jurassic films? So I have a new I have a new take on it because I was very embittered by the last um by the first Jurassic World one. Yes. I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a very bad movie. I felt um, that way too. I don't like that it's making hundreds of millions of dollars and they're <laughs> gonna keep making them. It made me mad. But then today, in Ooh. preparation for this episode, uh-huh. I watched The Lost World for the first time in a very long time. Oh my and it's fucking bad. So Maybe if I just accept that all other Jurassic Park movies are fucking bad movies, yes. I can just enjoy them for what they are, bad movies about dinosaurs. Here's the thing. The thing that I resented about Jurassic World mm-hmm. is that, uh, to me, it seems like the whole thesis of the movie is that the original Jurassic Park is better. Like, the, <laughs> the hero of Jurassic World is the original T-Rex, who's like the living embodiment of the first movie coming to like destroy the new fancy dinosaur. (laughs) Like, so like, you know, I'm, I'm, I I agree with that thesis statement, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of like, Hey, fuck you. Why am I watching this? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I think I'm with Colin in that everyone since the first one is bad. Yeah. Yeah. And part of my problem is I really want these movies to be about the bureaucratic fallout of Jurassic Park. Okay. I want, you want to, to see know about trials. The, yes. I want to oh. see trials. I want to see people with PTSD. I want to see people maybe going to visit dinosaurs to mm-hmm. get over their personal fears. Okay. Like, are dinosaurs the new, uh, like, dogs that help you, like, recover? Sure, sure, sure. Is like, it, like, gentle. and parolees? Is it raptors <laughs> and parolees? Yeah. This is what I want. Okay. But none of these movies want to give me that. They just want to be like, oh, these people forgot that dinosaurs want to kill you and they're going to get hurt again. Well, at the beginning of Lost World, mm-hmm. um, a plot point that I completely forgot about was Dr. Ian Malcolm is um, ostracized from yeah. his community for speaking out about the park because the blood-sucking lawyers uh, did such a good job of covering it up, sweeping everything under the rug. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. But they, he's still like, he can't. Uh, attend a speaking engagement without everyone being like, I want to hear about them dinosaurs. Oh, he can't even go out in the subway without some creep coming up to him and talking about dinosaurs. There's it's a true. scene on the subway? Yeah, it's the very I first scene. The stupid New York fucking stereotype. Hey, you're the dinosaur guy. <laughs> fucking <laughs> okay, stupid ass movie. Jeff Goldblum is pretty distinctive looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you're, like, you're gonna recognize him, sure. right? But it's just it's it's on you to not be like, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if New Yorkers like pick out the people they know are not from there, <laughs> and they actually really stereotypical and rude at them, just to be like, hey, I don't think this is for you. Go home. And then and then when we're all gone, they just like get together and are fucking totally normal. Yeah, they get out the china and they serve tea to each other on the subway. <laughs> you know, like normal people do. Yeah, like we do in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been on the subway in a couple of years. Uh, so when we talk about Jurassic Park, are there any ships that jump immediately to mind? Well, there's cannon ships. Mm-hmm. and it, or, Hold on. I just said ships. There's at least one and a half. 
Right. <laughs> so there are relationships that exist. Well, is that what like I would say Ellie and Alan mm-hmm. from the first movie. That's just that is a ship. Yeah, that, right. Like yeah. that's a cannon ship. I love them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you don't love them? I think I loved it when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, likewise. His the dynamic and the like his deal is less charming now than it was to me then i when i was a kid when night what 93 yeah something like that so in 93 i was much more like oh he's just gruff and he can't like figure out feelings i'm like okay you are a grown-ass man and you got hot figure out laura dern Mm -hmm. like figure out your feelings right well i think the angle to that which is not necessarily a pretty thing but i think that is sort of a professorial um teacher's aid or employee employer sort of dynamic and which that, is why he's gruff to her that relationship is more explicit in in the books or oh, too because she's she's quite a bit younger than he is mm. and i don't even necessarily know that they're pitched as a romantic pairing in in the book mm-hmm. oh really yeah okay so like you know they age them similarly in the movie and it's like okay you sort of like you see them together and at one point like uh grant says to malcolm like yeah, no, she's with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, He's like, um, I'm peeing right around I, her. I, okay. just, she's, she's mine. She's my property. <laughs> I may never give her the baby she wants, but let's be straight. Uh, oh, babies smell. Not some of them smell. <laughs> so do grown-ups. That is true. So there's that one, like, that one, and then the other one I would say is like Owen and Claire in the Jurassic. I mean, because I think they kiss at the end. Which they? barf, right? She's a really poorly written character. I like Bryce Dallas Howard. I think he's char- a poorly written character too. I, yeah, uh, he's fine. <laughs> Is he? He's a two dimensional hunky guy who rides motorcycles. Yeah, fine. he's the cowboy though. We're going to talk about a lot of yes, the cowboys. There's, there's yes. archetypes for sure in these films. Yeah, especially now that we have five, there you can really identify those archetypes. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's- here's here's what we thought we would do. We were we're going to go through the characters in the Jurassic franchise and ship them with who they should be shipped with. Yeah. And I didn't say this to you guys before, but let's start with Jurassic World. All so right. we save the ones we are most excited about. Oh, you want most... to work backwards through yes. the series? Okay. Perfect. That's my I'm proposing. Uh that's great. So we gotta I uh, we we only wrote down four characters <laughs> <Okay>. from, <laughs> Here we go. from from Jurassic from Jurassic World, and we've mentioned two of them mm-hmm. already. <laughs> and guess what? We don't like that ship. We don't like that ship, right? I mean, do, do I don't like the characters. It's hard to ship two characters who I don't really believe in. Or yeah, I guess I could ship her, and I think it's partly because I've seen the trailers from the new movie. Mm-hmm. I could ship her becoming like an eco warrior. Like oh. this is if this movie, if Jurassic World is her before, uh-huh. and she has this very, and that's part of all of the Jurassic. I want them to actually the events of the films to affect the characters they're in. Yeah, but it's like so this changes her like hardcore. And then she starts dating Dr. Malcolm. Guys, I'm going to have a whoa, lot of people whoa. dating Dr. Dr. Malcolm in this episode. I mean, that, 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 <laughs> may be, that may be the perfect ship <laughs> is anyone cross Ian Malcolm. <laughs> oh, so, okay. okay, so that's what I think it is. She like has an epiphany uh-huh. and she keeps trying to get on his docket to see him. And he's like, I won't see you. Like you were part of the problem. I've gotten jerked around before. Uh-huh. And she like is hounding him. And then she finally like presents like, here's how we're going to save the dinosaurs. And here's how I'm going to do it. And he's like, whoa, you are so dope. Can I be your lieutenant? And she's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Hop on board, baby. 
She rides a motorcycle in this one. <laughs> He's on the back. So wait, and but it's a Harley this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Harley. <laughs> you're saying that Malcolm is like eco warrior at this point too. Well, he's let's fix what we did. Yes, he's very anti whatever the Jurassic company is doing. Well, oh gosh, what is the name of it? Um, Ingen. Ingen. Yeah, he's very anti Ingen. Whatever they're up to, I see he's him very as out Gen. Yes, he is an out yes. Gen. Uh, but I see him doing like speaking engagements and like organizing grassroots social media movements right. to try to bring them down and becoming like this sort of figurehead to an anti-ingen movement that is small but growing. Yes. And oh. then she sort of starts to implant yes. herself into that movement. They're and, on a run. Okay. Oh, wait, are they doing like illegal like breaking into yes. fucking laboratories like yes. straight up 60s fucking guerrilla warfare yes. and, and, they're, and they're like letting monkeys out of cages and yeah. stuff they're letting raptors out of cages oh, and then they ride motorcycles side by side with them yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes planet of the dinosaurs Ooh, cool yes. and then we've got a whole new series yep. and it's like just so as mediocre as <laughs> i like the, the new planet of the apes movies they're okay um, especially the the last one. I, I, I though, like the last one with um, War Four. I'm sorry, War Four, War Four, the Planet of the Apes. Oh. <laughs> War Four, War Four. Woody Harrelson is that what you're? Gonna... No, 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 Woody. no, War Four, oh, War yeah. Four, War Four. Woody. Um, do we have anyone that we want to ship Owen with? No, he needs. He's got some growing to do. And you know what? I think maybe when he's in his 60s and he's still living in that fucking trailer on the island, he's right. gonna meet some like. 28 year old uh, chick who like drops out and moves no, to there. No, this is gross. Ew, Colin. Colin. Dude, it's just, this is what people, this is I what island people do. Yes, but people I don't who move have to, to ship islands. It. Do yeah, this. you don't have to want it. Okay. Here's the thing <laughs> this is going to be my first cross species ship. He should just get with a dinosaur. Maybe not get with, but maybe like learn to just be alone for a while and work on his relationship with Blue. Like he should just be the Jane Goodall. Was yes. Jane Goodall yeah. married? Yeah. No, I think uh, she was married to the apes. Colin. In her heart. <laughs> no, but I don't, like I feel like Colin. she should just live among the dinosaurs. Yeah, that's that, 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 that's, that's my that's, that's my, ship my for happy that. ending for him. Yes, and then he comes out years later and he looks like fucking um Alan from Jumanji and he's like <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Andy from Parks and Rec. <laughs> he's got he's kinda chubby now. <laughs> I would love that. I would he's love to see the pit. Fat Owen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fat Owen. Rats are good at tag, but bad at sharing. There you go. <laughs> I love Andy. Uh, so we're, we're, we're not mentioning uh, a ship that Colin brought up uh, before we got on mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivian and Lowry, the two like techs that are yes. in the, like, I don't know. I was going to say the booth. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? The, the control, control room. room. The control yeah. room. Um, Command center. But she's like engaged she's or something. Engaged. And it's supposed to be, it's kind of a cute little runner. Yeah. The two of them. It was honestly one of the few parts of the movie I enjoyed was their like, sort like, of back and I forth. I like Lauren Lapkus enough that like, yeah. I'll, I'll watch her do anything. And, I like Jake enjoy Johnson. It. And Jake yeah, Johnson like too. too. They're very charming people. I think they, I, I think when they cast that, they sort of realized what they had or when they had those two characters like, right. oh, if we take two hysterically charming people and they're both just very cute and like, I don't know. I would watch them in like a romantic comedy together. Yeah. Okay. Her fiance gets eaten by a dinosaur. Oh no. And what's crazy is it's not on the island. It's just, it's just one of these other ro- it's, roving it's a dinosaurs. It's after um, 
a terrorist group releases a bunch yeah, of dinosaurs it's on all the related. mainland. <laughs> I wonder who was leading that group. Huh. All right, guys, we've talked too much about okay. Jurassic World. <laughs> but we loved it, right? <laughs> yeah, we well, did. I do have one more ship from One that. more ship from Jurassic yes, World. Yes, I want to ship uh, Jimmy Buffett with his two margaritas. Always. Fine. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> Moving backwards to Jurassic Park 3. Not a lot of relationships in this, except yeah. for the central relationship between Amanda and Paul Kirby, mm-hmm. the separated husband-wife pair, mm-hmm. whose child gets uh, marooned on... One of these goddamn islands yeah. during a parasailing mishap. Yes. So they get back together by the end of that movie, right? They're making out. Um, sure. We don't know if that's just it's like. It's pretty rare in a movie if you start with a couple separated mm. that they're going to decide that they made the right decision and stay separated. Sure. Set by the, uh, the precedent set by the parent trap. Yes. <laughs> I mean, parent trap started it, but I was thinking <laughs> that, more like. Twister. Yes. Yeah. If Twister's, someone Twister's has papers example, yes. to sign, those papers ain't getting signed. No, they are sure. not. And it's the, um, you know, it's the classic scenario brought forth by uh, Sandy B in Speed. Relationships based on action adventure. Is that what she says? Like, uh, intense situations? Something. Oh, so something no. Like I guess that. I'm going to have to watch that this summer. I was already uh, going to. Oh! It's already part of your book? Um... Ryan is doing a, a Keanu uh, Film movie series, watch. Yeah. is what I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Speed is on there. Is I think it's like, it's something intense situations or I'll report it doesn't matter. back. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Please let us know when you get there. Um, but yeah, like, how can you be on an island looking for your son who you like made together with your, you know, junk um, with this person? Yes. And Do you think you think about that a lot when you have kids with someone? Yes. But you're like, I, I made that with my sperm. Yes, I think I you do. do. I don't. I, I think, think it because lo- the, once it talks, I think when it's like when you're pregnant, you're probably like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. And then you have the baby, and you're like, "Look at this baby!" It's but then once weird. the baby like can walk and talk, like it's its own thing. I don't. You think probably so, stop no. thinking about your parts. I don't think so, and I think I think that stays with you forever. Ask a parent; they'll probably I'll ask my mom tomorrow. They'll tell you, Drew Mogi. Let us know, or parents parents of any stripe uh, write in. Yeah. Right. We've got an email address for just this very purpose. Show at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell us whether or not you think your kids are basically just a collection of your reproductive. Every time you see them, do you every go? Every time you see them. That's my ovary. Right. That's Even my more egg. so. I every plop time, that out. Every time. Uh, <laughs> that thing split me open. Ooh. <laughs> it happened. I know. And then the meshing causes, uh, what is it? Thymorolupleoma or yeah. something like that. It's um, hard. There's not a lot of solutions. No. But honestly, c- celibacy. The, the mortality rate has gone down, really. Okay, so that's good. we've got that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, <laughs> there's the one third other movie. <laughs> there's yeah, there's one other character we could possibly ship here, but I don't think any of us remember Billy Brennan. He's the cowboy of this movie. So, this cowboy is uh, a MacGuffin because he's killed in the first act. Oh, interesting. MacGuffin cowboy killed yeah. in the first act. Uh, so let's ship him with Drew Barrymore's character from the first Scream movie. <laughs> oh, my God. He's actually the one tied to the chair at the beginning of that movie. Small, That's right. In his Letterman back. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing the Letterman jacket to pretend like he was still in high school, but he was uh, getting ready to be a cowboy. Oh, well, now I ship him with Drew Barrymore's character and never been kissed. <laughs> oh, boy. They both like to pretend right. they're in high school. So this is a lot of oh my God. <laughs> connecting dots. <laughs> Moving on to the Lost World, <laughs> Jurassic Park 2. Yes. Um, I want to start with Dr. Sarah Harding, Julianne Moore's character. Yeah. Do we ship her back with Ian Malcolm? I mean, yes, because we ship everyone with Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Um, but she's like, she's a badass, right? Like yeah. she's living alone on that dinosaur island. Yeah. Taking pictures of him or something mm-hmm. and yeah. being cool. Well, she she's cool. the researcher. What you're thinking. <laughs> Colin, hold on, hold on. Colin leaned back like he was about to drop some fucking dynamite and said, she's the researcher. (laughs) She's like a doctor. No, but the reason you said photographer. Oh, yes. Is because of my, it relates to my ship. Because Mm. I think that Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn had fucking sparks. And it wasn't a plot point because the movie wanted you to root for her and Dr. Ian Malcolm. Yes. But every time they were on camera together, this is like young Vince Vaughn. We don't know how obnoxious he is yet. You right. know, he's, he's not wearing a Blackhawks jersey exactly. in this scene. <laughs> well, and he's honestly, he's not pronouncing anyone Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Vince Vaughn has a lazy charm. He, in some ways, is the past Jake Johnson. Yeah. That is a very interesting take. Okay. So. We should enjoy Jay Johnson while we may. <laughs> Before he becomes a monster. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to confuse things, Vince Vaughn's character's name in this movie is Owen. Mm-hmm. Yes, which come on. You couldn't come up with a new name? No, I I, I come do on, you think Patrick? it's in, do you think it's intentional? <laughs> they probably just forgot that, that they didn't watch that movie. I don't think right. yeah, I think it's pretty clear from the movie that none of them watched or read or had anything to do with <laughs> the Lost World. Because they set, I know we're going back to the movie, movie story, <laughs> but Jurassic World is set post Jurassic Park, but just doesn't acknowledge any of the things yeah. that happened. So a T Rex was loose in, in San, San Diego. Diego. San Diego. That's crazy. Bush Gardens has nothing on that. No. They tried. <laughs> I think that's a good ship, though. I think Owen and Dr. Sarah Harding, I think that's a good ship. I think, is... it's, I think, it's, a, I think it's a summertime ship. I think it's okay. a while we're in the jungle ship. And then when she gets back... She's so happy in the jungle, though. She's yeah, not seen it forever. But I like it where... I, I also, like he has a secret. Yes. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in so long. What's his secret? I really don't remember. His secret is like he he is also eco-terrorist. Yes. Right? He's, oh, that's right. He's there to fuck up engine shit. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and does eventually. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah, he, uh, he, like, he knocks breaks open a bunch yeah. of cages and like causes hell. Okay. And I think a few people lose Which their is, lives uh, because al- of almost it. exactly what we were describing with uh, uh, yeah, Doctor yeah, Ian Balcom. Yeah, um, and oh, Claire. and that's how that's how. Oh my god, this totally makes sense. That's how Ian gets into it is through working with Vince Vaughn in in uh, Lost World in Lost World. Perfect. Great. Wow, uh, we're writing a better movie than they did. So here we it was we, really difficult. <laughs> it was super tough. <laughs> there are two more characters that we wrote down: Eddie Carr and Roland Tembo. Roland Tembo is the Pete Postlethwaite, um, like cowboy character in Lost World, and uh, Eddie Carr is like the other guy that they take with them. Yeah, he's like the the driver, the sort of grunt work guy. Are there any ships in there? I kind of just want Eddie to be happy. Do you think he loves Vince Vaughn secretly? No, no Vince Vaughn is not lovable in this movie. Remember, he's a terrorist. No, but so is Eddie. They're partners. But Eddie was in it for different reasons. Okay. He was, what do you mean? <laughs> he's got a girl back home. What are you basing home. this on? Oh, Eddie's got a girl back home. Okay, well, this is sad. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, he's got a girl back home. He's got a mom who's been sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Fuck. So he's got to send money back to her. Um, and his girl really doesn't understand. It's sort of a hometown love. So... <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, keep going. I got a vacation, love. You can have a hometown. <laughs> no, now we're going back to the original movie. <laughs> All right. There's so much in the original movie, and I remember most of that movie. So right. I'm in better shape. And also, this is what we want to talk about when we talk about Jurassic Park. It's yeah. the best one. This it's, is a real film. This is a real film. It's uh, crazy to me that Steven Spielberg directed the second movie <laughs> okay, he's he directed did. bad movies he's directed bad movies there's a movie about a horse in war it's called war. D- didn't it like win some academy awards or something i don't think i don't so. think it so. was at the very least nominated for some there was a com- mistakes have been made I, there was a commercial I all i know is from the commercial but it was my favorite part of the movie where the young gentleman pulls out his gigantic like one foot by one foot world war one wallet and pulls out a hand-drawn picture of, of a the horse? horse, of the horse's face. Like, it's his fucking best gal back home, and he hangs it up in his barracks. It's his fucking war horse. Guys, we are running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, any, okay, Al- Alan Grant. We, we've already sort of talked. We sort of ship him with yeah. Dr. Statler. I like it. I think he has room to grow, and I think she can change him. Though, I will admit... As much as I I liked Dr. Grant when I was a kid, I also, Ellie and Malcolm, I was like, there's something very provocative. That whole, then he's, no, he's dripping his little no. water. Oh, he's ooh, dripping ooh. something. He's dripping. Ugh. He's, he's dripping. He's dripping his future baby is he's what he's getting, dripping. Yeah, he's getting his fucking he's getting future hand Mrs. X. Oh, um, damn. Mrs. Malcolm, yeah. Yeah. X, Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think there's any denying that that's sexy, but I don't want it to move beyond... That no, moment. he's not. He's too much in that movie. Yeah, he needs to like settle down, and get rejected some more, and he's then he'll be ready for so high on cocaine that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I share a, a cross ship yes, that please. I have uh, uh from from this movie? Robert Muldoon, the ultimate Jurassic Park cowboy, as far as I'm concerned. R.I.P. Of course, and old school Lara Croft Tomb Raider. 
Oh my god, god. I was just thinking about Tomb Raider. So I, d- I don't think like n- you know new like sort of like darker grittier Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. Total pulpy like triangle boobs on the PlayStation like running around yeah. in in tombs doing some genuine tomb raiding. Yeah, just shooting bears and stuff. Yeah, I love it. Just the two of them on adventures <sighs> and yeah. like. They it's just so nonstop fun. adventure time, right? Yeah, they would have a really good time. They'd have a good life until they were murdered by bears. Now he Which does... is going to happen to both of them separately, yeah. regardless. So I don't know enough about uh, Laura Croft as a character, especially from that era, because um, what's his name? Uh, Muldoon. Muldoon. Um, he does have this sort of sense of responsibility. He, yes. is a, he is a nobleman. So would that clash with the sort of piratey nature of Laura? She's not piratey. She's an archaeologist. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was a tomb raider. And, and she's she is very raider. well bred. Yes. She's a tomb raider like Indiana Jones is. Oh, okay. They she's like in a, a more badass Indiana Jones. Right. She's like a tomb raider slash cataloger. Yeah. <laughs> she's Here's taking the thing. copious notes. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, she probably, it's probably not good to raid other people's tombs. But yeah, she's not doing it for personal gain as much as she's doing it for knowledge. Okay, great. That I that I ship it. Okay, do you have a cross ship? Because I I have a cross ship. Uh, you go ahead. So my cross ship is with Lex Murphy. Really? And it's funny because I don't know if this has just been waiting in my head for like me to grow up and have a podcast and have this opportunity to talk about it because I've thought about it before, but I don't like think about it every day or anything. I swear. I mm. just had a cross ship pop into my head. I. Go, I want to hear what, what yours is. Do you think is. it might be the same as mine? I don't, I don't think it is, okay. but there's always an outside chance. Go, I, I want to hear either, yours. But yeah, okay. So I, I always love Lex, partially because she was like my age and we were both blonde. And you were both hackers. <laughs> we were both hackers. <laughs> and she was like super smart and cool. And she had a little brother who like needed corralling. <laughs> and. Yeah, she would. I wanted to be her, a hundred percent. Right, gotcha. Um, she could charm people, which I always like wished I could when I was a kid. Anyway, totally wanted to be. Lex. Can she? Do we see Lex charm anyone? Not Alan. Really. Oh, he he does. He get likes a soft her. Spot. And he, yeah, for both him and her and and Tim. Tim yeah, yeah, it's yeah. both of them. It's not yeah. just her, but like, yeah. Um, but no, I wanted to be Lex, Lex and Charlie Conway from. The Mighty Ducks. Oh, <laughs> you, going love, back to you Mighty Duck Wait, oh, wait. It's which? Summer. Sorry, I need help. Which one is Charlie Conway? Connor? Jo- he's Charlie Conway is okay. Joshua Jackson. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. Um, who becomes Pacey in a later life? <laughs> but this is pre-Pace. And then Peter after that. Yes. Then Peter, and now on the affair. So. <laughs> No, his name might be Owen. No, it's not. Cole. <laughs> Cole. He's at Cole in the affair. Which is basically an Owen. It's basically Owen. Um, so yeah, so they meet bef- the summer before the junior, uh, the junior Olympic Games. That okay, we're the in the Mighty Ducks world now. Mighty right? Ducks 2. So it's between Mighty Ducks 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. It's a summer camp. Lex is not really talking to anyone because she's a little bit like, she's been through some things. Right, dinosaur things. Right, and Charlie <laughs> thinks it's his job to make friends with everyone at the camp. But so, she, is he fixing her a little bit? No, socially, maybe. First, he, she's giving he's giving her something to aim all her angst at for a little while. Right, and then she realizes that's not very nice. Mm-hmm. She apologizes, and then they are secret friends. And they then go on a rollerblading date through the mall. One hundred percent. Oh, uh, they're secret. Good ship. <laughs> they're secret makeup partners, and then at the end of summer, they're like, "We'll write." each other 
And they write a couple letters. Mm, but and that's then it. they become Facebook friends like five years later. Yeah. That's and it. then eventually, you know, Charlie joins the NHL. And, and then. What? You know how all my <laughs> shifts end. You break up when you're young. Right. You go come back your home. Life. It's a hometown shift. Hometown then hero. She shows up at a game. It's crazy. She's oh a God, reporter she's a now. Stars fan. Oh, she's a reporter. She's that a reporter. So she's, she's a hacker. She, She's a hack reporter. <laughs> she reports on hacking. A large, a huge problem in yeah, the NHL. NHL. Today, right? And she's People like... People hacking digital tickets. Mm-hmm. Yes. But hey, guess what? Yeah. She's going undercover as a regular sports reporter. There's a whole other oh chapter in there. Oh my God. And then she interviews him? Uh-huh. And then, first he's a little mad that she pretended, but then he realizes, <laughs> all's well as ends well, he... Put some sperm in her. She has a baby. And every time he sees the baby, all he sees he's is like, little sperm walking around. Jizz. Um, that's better than where uh, oh, the, the shit that popped into my mouth. That's so good. That's so good. I um, I have a crossover ship from the okay. first one as yeah, let's well. Do it. Okay. Uh, so mine is between Mister DNA. <laughs> Love it. The cartoon info, uh, info warrior was <laughs> no. the information guy kiosk. Yeah. And do you remember a little children's program called Ghost Writer? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Writer. Ghost dis- Writer. The disembodied blue dot that helps children solve mysteries yeah, by floating yeah. around yeah, yeah, and yeah, opening yeah, yeah. books and per- turning to passages. Yeah. I love Ghost Writer. And Mr. DNA. So what? Yeah, is, they what, would make what, a great couple. Well, what's their life like together? Though? Well, it's two dimensional. <laughs> First sure. and foremost, hand drawn, of course. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think they both just they like kids. They understand the value of education. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those things where they share um, because they share similar careers. Uh, sure, they, they can just come, like unwind together. Yeah, they get to come home and be like a little uh, so you, haven. You, you think they keep their separate careers? I that do. The yeah. ghostwriter continues to uh, help kids solve mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and Mister DNA uh, keeps telling people how dinosaurs are born. Exactly. <laughs> but does he? I think he's retired. Yeah, we and haven't seen Mister DNA yeah, in a, and a long time. And I don't know time. that oh, they. Here's, here's the thing: Mister DNA has a cameo <gasps> appearance on a like kiosk screen in jurassic world how is it not on all the billboards i would have seen it already i know jurassic world featuring mr (laughs) dna (laughs) jurassic world 3 mr dna's revenge i would be so excited for that movie i would absolutely watch that because because here's the thing mr dna could get sentience and destroy Mm. that part (gasps) if b wong programs him to do so and then he needs to be taken down by expert hacker <gasps> Lex Murphy. Bring her back. <laughs> oh and for God. some reason, she's with Charlie Conway. I don't know why he's there. I'm sorry. It happens. But he is. He needs to hit something with a hockey stick. No one knows why. <laughs> he's yeah, actually he's not so... that good at hockey. He's, he's more of a strategist. He's going to be a coach when he grows up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. We got to go. We got to make sure we hit everybody. Okay, okay. Okay. What about Tim? Do we have a crossover? Because he's very young. He's too young to like do a real hardcore ship. With. Yeah, it's tough. So Anakin he... Skywalker? <gasps> what? I don't know. Just put him with somebody. No, because Tim is nice. Tim's cute. And anyone, He's smart. anyone that Anakin loves dies. Okay. Well, who loves dinosaurs? Because that's really Tim's only thing. He loves talking about dinosaurs. So who would put up with that? So they have to be age shifted to yeah. be like th- around the right age range. But what about uh, Clarissa of Clarissa Explains It All? 
Clarissa is a snob. She, she would not be she into would not it. Deal with she's that, no. too cool. Now, unless she has a pet alligator named Elvis. Yeah, because she's too cool. Yeah. Did you not hear what you said? A pet alligator named, named Elvis. Elvis. Tim is a dud. Tim is Plus, a dork. I, I ship her with Sam. I want those yeah. two kids to finally figure you it out. You want her to hook up with the next door neighbor? Yeah. Maybe years later after <laughs> Sam moves away. We don't have one for Tim. Okay. <laughs> okay, what about Tim and um, I can't remember her name. Uh, Daria? Scott Lang's daughter. <laughs> Daria is way too cool. I think they could have a play date. Who? Uh, yeah. She's also precocious oh, and cute and asks a lot of questions. What is her name? This Hope. Is Hope. No, that's not right. What What show is this? <laughs> we're, we're talking Ant Marvel Man. right now. Ant Scott oh. Lang's daughter, the one who died and then came back. Yeah. Mm. I was doing movies. Okay. Oh, sure. The, um, but yes. That. She is precocious in that movie. She's precocious, but not too grown up for her age. And I don't think she would be snotty. And is kind of a dork. Okay. We can't think of who that is, but Cassie. that's Cassie. Cassie is correct. Thank um, you. I, I looked enough. it up. Good enough for Tim. <laughs> Good enough for Tim. Do any better? And Tim can hang out. Do we have a ship for John Hammond? Does that even make sense? Do we think he deserves love? He's I mean, like the he, ultimate villain of all of these movies, right? Is he the ultimate villain? He is such a civil villain that it makes him all that all the scarier. The lawyer like, in this is the worst. I think. I don't think the lawyer is a bad guy. I think he. Is just doing his job like Nazis or ICE agents. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay, he's not the best. He's not the best. Okay, Hammond. How about this? Hammond goes to prison, mm. where he meets Red from Orange Is the New Black. Somehow. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she does, and he keeps me like, "Oh no, I'm nice." And he's like, "She's like, no, 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 no. no. no, no. You did some serious <laughs> shit." And he's like, "No, no, no." But I right. meant well. And, he, and she's like, "No, let's be honest. I'll tell you all Whoa. about my bad stuff. You tell me about. We'll be real with each other." And they right. find, a, and they can find a common po- ground. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly. And right. he he can be like, "No, you're you're like, you're not as bad as you think you are." And she's like, "You're worse than you think you are." <laughs> and they come to like a reasonable understanding yes. of their places in the world. I love it. I ship it so hard. Yeah. That's great. You guys are good at this. This is like you acting again. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's great to have a friend who's so supportive. Dennis Nedry. <laughs> no nah, man, ship him with the inside of that fucking dinosaur. Fuck that dude. That's that's tough. Everyone yeah. deserves love. He does deserve love. I think maybe he's already had his great love. And oh, she died. fuck! And it didn't. Yeah, and he's just he's just chasing that <gasps> ever since. You know yes. who he loved? No, who did he love? <laughs> he loved a certain gentleman whose job is always to connect the raptor cage to when you deliver it. No, that's and one so day sad. the oh man God. he loved fell. And was pulled into the raptor cage, kicking and screaming. And he blamed Shooter! John yes. for it. Yeah, and he did. Ne- and that's <sighs> when he turned. He was he was a loyal employee until that point. And then in, or I'm sorry, along comes a spider in the form of Dotson, yes. who hires him mm-hmm. to fucking steal the DNA. <gasps> yeah, I like it. It's, Good. it's not a story of greed, but of lost love. Yep. Yeah, revenge. Oh All my the best God. stories. Uh, <laughs> so what was that guy credited as didn't we look it up it was like dinosaur cage technician or something I think so. <laughs> if not, that's who he is. Uh, we've been dancing around um henry Wu, bd wong's character do we have a ship here's my problem with him yeah it's clear at least from the trailer jurassic world he apparently is now a villain 
At the end of the last film, they made him yeah, a villain. He's a villain, and I don't buy it. It's a bad move. He was a beloved character. Yeah, and I love B.D. Wong. Yeah. So do villains not deserve love? Sure, but... I don't know. It's just... It's, it's hard to reconcile the fact that he is now a villain because he, with like four lines of dialogue in the first film, stole the show. Yeah. The fact that we're like, oh my God, who is B.D. Wong? Can we like launch his career yes. now? That, that, that moment when he lifts uh, the pencil off of... He's like taking notes or erasing something. And he's like, you're suggesting that a group composed entirely of female animals will... And then he lifts the pencil off the pad mm-hmm. and goes breed (laughs) it's so good Uh, yes he did it he fucking nailed no small roles y'all yeah no small roles who do we ship that with though well okay so bd wong so he also is so he's the villain right but that's just because he's trying to destroy or wait is he trying to destroy uh what are they called ingen or is he trying to make money for himself Money himself. for himself. Okay. Which if he you was could say that he's into the villain that he is in the world. By the fifth by the fourth movie, mm-hmm. he's had an arc that took him down a dark path. That maybe when we met him he wasn't. What what if um he's trying to make this money so he can fund Vince Vaughn's uh terrorist group? Okay. And so he is an eco terrorist and okay. there's like some like I'm picturing. Wait, the, hold on. Are you suggesting an eco terrorist thruple of BD Wong, Claire, whatever her last name is, and Dr. Ian Malcolm? Uh, maybe a love triangle more so than a thruple. Okay, so BD Wong meets Dr. Malcolm. Dr. Malcolm does not notice him at all. It's painful. <laughs> and it really hurts him. Because yeah. he's like, we knew each other. Like, we met like. 20 years ago. Honestly, they have a one night stand. And <gasps> on Dr. the island in the first movie? Yeah. And Dr. Wu is Off like. screen, it's something we don't see. Yeah. And Dr. Wu is like, no, we've met before. Like, we know each other. That's and- what the pencil lift was like right before he said breed. It was a signal. Just <laughs> let them know. Hey, guys. Two, Two relationships. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. 
feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.